Welcome to Godwell, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Book 3, Part 3, Section 14, The Mission of Japan and God's Providence in the History of Human Civilization. This statement was delivered at the 2017 Hyojung Cultural Festival in Tokyo on May 14, 2017, at the Ariake Coliseum in Tokyo. Respected ladies and gentlemen, beloved peace ambassadors, and all the members of the Family Federation, I thankfully receive all of your beautiful hearts sent to me today on this Mother's Day. The title of the speech I will give to you today is The Mission of Japan and God's Providence in the History of Human Civilization. They say that the world today is hopeless and dark, that the world has no owner. In that sense, we must come to know what the truth is about the providence of history. The 2,000-year history of Christianity prepared for the only begotten daughter. In the beginning, God created all things and then created humankind's ancestors, Adam and Eve. God wanted to fulfill his dream through Adam and Eve. However, they were unable to fulfill that responsibility during their growth stage. Therefore, God had no other choice but to again find and re-establish humankind's ancestors through the providential history of restoration through indemnity. God established one nation, and it took 4,000 years before God could hope to send the people to that nation who would become the true parents. After 4,000 years, God sent the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, with whom he could relate directly. Mary did not fulfill her responsibility. Zechariah's family, Judaism, and the people of Israel did not fulfill their responsibilities. The central figures should have created the environment in which Jesus could have expanded God's will. In the end, they were unable to do this. For this reason, Jesus had no choice but to go the way of the cross. As he died on the cross, Jesus said that he would return. He also said he would conduct the marriage supper of the Lamb. Jesus came with the purpose of becoming the true parents. Therefore, Christianity must develop the foundation for the birth of the only begotten daughter, whom Jesus must meet on his return. Christianity began through the works of the Holy Spirit. Christianity was acknowledged by Rome after the passage of 300 years. It then spread from the Italian peninsula across Europe to reach the island nation of Britain, and the Atlantic civilization began to blossom. The island nations looked for opportunities to advance, and they envied the peninsula and continents geographically. The countries adjacent to the Atlantic Ocean, centered on the United Kingdom, which is an island nation, expanded the Christian territory to the worldwide level by creating colonies all across the globe. However, since they did not understand the essence of Jesus Christ and did not understand their roles as stewards, rather than helping those colonies, they took precious things from them. A new faith movement arose when King James of England had the Bible translated into English in the 17th century. However, it was not easy for heaven's will to be respected fully within the institutions created by man. For this reason, many mistakes were made within the realm of Christian culture. Communism materialized from within its midst. Some Christian faithful who wanted to freely worship God headed for the Americas. Heaven blessed them. This was the blessing to establish the environment for the Messiah, who would come in the future. The environment for democracy was created after eliminating the history of mistakes made by one dictator after another. Democracy was born with the blessing of heaven. Heaven also made preparations on the Korean peninsula, setting up the foundation for the only begotten daughter that was necessary to actualize Jesus' promise. 
Simultaneous with its liberation from Japan, Korea was divided into two parts, one governed by democracy and the other by communism. When North Korea, whose regime was controlled by Kim Il-sung, was preparing to invade South Korea, South Korea was still not yet fully settled as a democratic nation. In that situation, the Korean War broke out in 1950. The reason Heaven mobilized UN forces at that time to support South Korea was so that Heaven's dream could be accomplished through the true parents, who would become the human ancestors. Heaven mobilized the UN forces because it was crucial that Korea not be communized. This is the truth of history. Become a nation like a mother that embraces the world. Christianity had to prepare the environment to welcome the returning Lord. However, unfortunately, Christians did not know God or the essence of Jesus. God's intention was that Jesus would establish the true parents, the true ancestors of humankind. Humankind must be newly reborn through the true parents so that they can stand as the true children before God. That is an integral step in God's providence of family salvation, which goes beyond individual salvation. Two thousand years ago, Mary was supposed to prepare the environment for Jesus and should have fulfilled that responsibility, but she did not know who Jesus was. She did not know and understand his mission. However, Demonim, who gave birth to the only begotten daughter in our age, fulfilled her responsibility. Therefore, Japan received the mission to fulfill the responsibility as the mother nation and the Eve nation before true parents. For that reason, all of you must love Chungpyong and stand in the position to receive Daemonim's victorious foundation. In so doing, as we welcome the age of the realm of the Pacific Rim civilization, unlike in the past during the realm of the Atlantic civilization, many nations in Asia, centering on Korea and Japan, must experience the cultural revolution of heart centered on true love. Today, 4,000 young people have gathered here. There are plans for 10,000 young people from various nations in Asia to attend Top Gun workshops. They will become leaders who go out to do providential work in Asia, as well as throughout the world. Japanese youth should also participate in these workshops. Now, you must know the true parents. In order to resolve all the difficult problems of the world, we must also attend the true parents. The movement to attend our Heavenly Parent, the Creator, is precisely the mission of the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification. Through attending True Parents, we can realize the ideal of one family under God. Japan has a role in realizing the dream of all people of one family under God. As the mother nation, Japan must invest all its energy to educate the son and daughter nations and bring them together as one family. In other words, you must embrace the world with a mother's heart. I sincerely ask all of you here to become great historical leaders. It is my sincere hope that you can lead the 130 million people of Japan to practice true love and to embrace the entire world as the mother nation. Section 15. The Mission of Asia and God's Providence in the History of Human Civilization This message was delivered at the Founding Assembly for Youth and Students for Peace, Asia-Pacific Region on June 13, 2017, in Bangkok, Thailand. Distinguished guests, ambassadors for peace, and especially leaders from the political and academic circles. Today we are witnessing the hope of Asia's future, and I would like to reveal the truth of history in front of the 12,000 young people here today who will grow into our future leaders. You need to know the truth and essence of history. The title I would like to speak on today is 
The Mission of Asia and God's Providence in the History of Human Civilization When we specifically consider the East and the West, we see that the West has sought to develop material civilization, whereas the East has sought to develop a spiritual civilization. As a result, the four main religions emerged from the Asian sphere. Though they had different beginnings, they are headed toward one common conclusion. I would like to speak today from this perspective. Originally, the owner of the universe is God, the Creator. God created all things, and then created one man and woman who could become our first ancestors. He also gave responsibility to these first human beings, who were to become the ancestors of humankind. However, they experienced greed, and then fell before they were able to become the true ancestors of humankind. They emerged with self-centered hearts. This resulted in the world we see today, a world unconnected to God. Hence, even though people's original minds seek goodness, the environment in the world around us does not support that, resulting in the phenomena we see today, such as repeated wars, egoism frustrating all relationships from attaining unity, and self-centered individuals and nations. The omniscient and omnipotent God, however, had already established principles of creation that require all people to find their own path to God. Hence, God has been waiting all through history for the first ancestors who can do this successfully. This is the reason he raised a chosen people and promised to send the Savior in the last days. It must have been tremendously difficult for God, given that it took him 4,000 years. To advance beyond the mistakes people have committed, indemnity is unavoidable. Only in a place in which all indemnity has been paid can a person be born who can become a victorious ancestor. Just as promised, heaven sent Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, after four thousand years. The purpose of God's only begotten Son is to realize the true parents of humanity. In order to realize the true parents, Jesus, being a man, must meet a woman who can become his partner. Unfortunately, the central figures surrounding Jesus, who should have taken responsibility for that, failed to do so. Within the Cain-type world at that time, there existed the great Roman Empire. There is a saying that all roads lead to Rome. If Jesus could have established the true parents and had advanced to the world through Rome, one world under God would have been realized. Unfortunately, Jesus could not avoid his crucifixion. Yet, he promised he would return and conduct the marriage supper of the Lamb. The marriage supper of the Lamb implies that God's only begotten Son, who is a man, will meet and marry God's only begotten daughter, who is a woman. This is the hope of heaven and all humankind. The 2,000-year history of Christianity has been a history of resurrection through the Holy Spirit. Yet, Christians did not know Jesus' essence. Their mission was to prepare for God's only begotten daughter. Israel, which failed to fulfill its responsibilities, had indemnity left to pay. From the study of history, we can understand the course that Israel has gone in paying this indemnity. Asian young people will lead the culture of filial heart. God then turned his eyes toward Asia to find the nation that would give birth to God's only begotten daughter. I was born in 1943, at a time when Korea was not well known to the world and a time when it had yet to see liberation. As soon as Korea gained liberation in 1945, it was divided into North and South. Korea was divided along the lines of democracy and communism. That was a time when North Korea had established one united system and was making all preparations to invade the South. Back then, democracy in the South had not yet established itself firmly. 
spirit-led Christian churches in which people believed that the returning Messiah would come through Pyongyang began to develop in and around Pyongyang. Many Christians today believe that Jesus will come on the clouds because he promised to come again. In that case, however, Jesus cannot become the ancestor of humankind nor establish the true parents. He must return in the flesh. In such a situation, heaven could not leave me as a young child in North Korea and worked to make arrangements for our family to go south. Following this, the Korean War broke out in 1950. South Korea, however, was in an abject, defenseless state. Had it not been for heaven's protection and the participation of the 16 UN nations, South Korea might have perished in the Korean War. Thankfully, the young people of Thailand were among those from the 16 nations that intervened. This is something we are grateful for. When Korea commemorated the 60th anniversary of the start of the Korean War, even though the government was not even thinking of it, my husband, the Reverend Sun Myung Moon, and I sent the little angels to those 16 countries to meet the still-surviving Korean War veterans, to comfort them and to convey our grateful hearts. This moved them, and they expressed their gratitude to Reverend Moon for recognizing their efforts despite the long passage of time. Many of them shed heartfelt tears. We are one family under God. A barrier was formed through the fall that is stopping us from being able to communicate freely with God. That is why the Messiah became necessary. Humanity's true parents, these messianic figures, are your parents who have brought resurrection to humanity through the marriage blessing and opened the way to your becoming God's children. Today, even though we may believe in different religions, we should leave our original minds free to search for and follow the original truth, just as a sunflower finds and follows the sun. We must do no less than the sunflower. You are studying history so that you can understand this. Human power alone cannot solve all the difficult problems taking place around the world. Only God, the true Lord, the Heavenly Parent, can solve them. Hence, when all people are united with true parents beyond religion and race, humanity can become one. Isn't that so? A hundred years ago, at a time when Korea was under the control of Japan, Tagore, a great Indian poet, wrote a poem about Korea that includes the lines, Korea was one of its lamp-bearers, and that lamp is waiting to be lighted once again for illumination in the East. Lamps and the light represent truth. Only a true love movement, which is part of the true parents' teachings, can bring this light to humanity. The 2,000 young people here today must all become one, lead the culture of heart based on filial piety, Ride on the strong wave of the Pacific civilization forged by true parents and advance toward the world. In this way, you will become the lamp, the light, and the saviors to all the people of the world. This path alone is Asia's hope, and this will open the kingdom of heaven on earth, one family under God, a world of freedom, equality, peace, unity, and joy centered on God. I understand that you have learned a lot through the Pure Love Movement and FFWPU. The kingdom of heaven is a place for families to enter, not a place for a husband to enter alone, regardless of how strong his faith is. It is a place where the husband and wife and the family enter together. If we usher in such a world, we need not worry about adolescence falling anymore, because the environment will guide each person to follow the desire of his or her original mind, enabling all to find the kingdom of heaven on earth by themselves and to live within a culture of filial heart civilization. In order to attain such a world, 
I hope all the young people of Asia who have come here today become pioneers and leaders who can stand strong in front of the world. The united world that we all wish for is not so distant. When you practice true love, living for the sake of others as taught by true parents in your families and nation, that place becomes the kingdom of heaven on earth. This is my message of encouragement and gratitude to you. We are now one family centered on true parents. I sincerely pray that you all can advance powerfully toward one large family under God, which is the realization of Heavenly Parents' dream and that of humanity's wish. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Tune in tomorrow for a reading of The Mission of America and God's Providence from the Viewpoint of the History of Human Civilization. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund. To donate, visit godable.org.